If you go for a heart health check, you will usually be given something called a cardiovascular disease risk score. It's a probability that you'll have a heart attack or a stroke sometime in the next five years. And if your risk is high, you'll be given homework, improving your diet or your lifestyle or being prescribed medications to reduce your risk. But making changes is hard and not everyone sticks with them. So a study has tested whether showing people actual pictures of the plaque inside their arteries is more persuasive than a simple risk score. One of the people in the study was Chris White, who said the image he saw gave him a rude shock. So I went along to these people, absolutely sure that, of course, this would not apply to me. My father died at 58 years of age, but my father's lifestyle was very different from me. He enjoyed a smoke and a drink and... Um, I was more of a sporty sort of person. And so I did not think this was going to happen until I received the image and, um, and got a bit of a shock. In my mind, I was immune from such things because I went through a very good schooling. I was lucky enough to be engaged in uh, you know, cross-country running and, and bike riding and swimming and tennis and squash and Australian rules football and so forth. So I always thought that I was immune. And I must say, I thought that I was bulletproof. And unfortunately, that I was proven very wrong. I thought there must be some sort of mistake until I was shown the image. And once I was shown the image, it was clear. So normally, if you had a normal heart health check, they'd give you a probability of your risk of having a heart attack or stroke in the next five years. Do you think that would have come as a shock to you, given that you thought you were bulletproof? Like even a number like that, would that have come as a shock? I guess it would have done, but you've got to understand you were talking to a person that was absolutely certain that with his upbringing that uh, I was going to be immune. So, yes, no matter how it would have been shown to me, it would have been a shock. But the important thing for me was to actually have the image in front of me. It's quite uh, surprising to look at your own heart. And uh, it was in living colour. Very glad it was in living colour. And um, <laughs> it shows uh, old reds and blues and the actual plaque shows up as a white or yellow uh, within the the arteries and while mine wasn't terribly invasive it did show me that it was there and I knew that if I didn't do something about it it would just become worse. When they showed me the photograph, I took a bit of a gulp and said, well, I think we'd better do something about this. I've joined a gym and I'm also a member of the swimming pool in Hobart. I'm very lucky also, as I said, because I'm a farmer and farmers lift and carry and do a certain amount of work every day. One of my changes was that they suggested that I go on to what they call a statin. One of the legacies of my wonderful father was that he um, did not take care of his heart. I'm grateful to him because, in a way, he showed me that this is the better way to live your life. But he also showed me that it's not necessarily and always a lifestyle thing. How active or inactive you are, sometimes you are just vulnerable to certain illnesses. So that's Chris White, who is a participant in this study that is led by Kristen Whitmore. And I kind of love Kristen's backstory, Norman, because she's actually a nurse. And this research has come out of her own frustrations with sitting with patients trying to communicate risk. So as a nurse, I found one of the biggest barriers in getting people to understand the importance of lifestyle change and medication adherence is that this particular group of people feel fine. So when people go in to have, you know, their cardiovascular risk 
discussion with a GP or a nurse, we talk about the probability of their cardiovascular risk, so having like a heart attack or a stroke. But it's really hard for some of these people to see that it actually applies to them. This study, we tested the hypothesis that showing people an image of their artery so they could actually see the plaque build up, that it wasn't an abstract probability, but the beginning of a real problem that potentially these images could help them to adhere to changes that would reduce their cardiovascular risk. Right. So normally you're given a number and then you sort of sent away with instructions to do things like take statins or change your lifestyle. And you're you're sort of finding that people weren't always doing that. Yeah, because it's the silent nature of plaque buildup. You know, these people, they look fine, they feel fine. Some of these people might be going to the gym, might be doing everything that they need to do, or they might not be doing the things that they need to do. And when we give them their risk of having a heart attack or a stroke through the traditional conventional methods, it's very abstract. So it's hard for them to say, well, actually, is there an actual threat to myself? And do I actually need to make these changes? And so the use of CV images, as well as their cardiovascular information within this discussion, has the potential to bridge the individual's knowledge gap and hopefully, you know, then improve adherence to their statins and lifestyle modification. So when you followed them up, were the intervention group better than the control group? Yeah. So what was really interesting is that this was a three-year study. And what we saw in the intervention group is they had a significant reduction in their cardiovascular risk. And that could be, and we do think it's attributed to their statin use. So these people were also prescribed a statin throughout the study. But what was really interesting is they had a really high adherence rate. So at the three-year mark, these people that were intermediate risk, they had a premature history of coronary artery disease in their family, and they saw the images. They had the significant reduction in cardiovascular risk versus those in the control group. And then what was even more interesting is we did this um, analysis because we tried to see, okay, so the intervention group, they had a reduction in cardiovascular risk, but was it the images that, you know, helped to prompt change? So like this teachable moment of, oh my gosh, I can see plaque, I need to do something about it. And so in this exploratory analysis, and this is only in the intervention group, we were able to see that those people at the one and two year mark who remembered seeing their coronary image, that they had a greater reduction in their systolic blood pressure and their waist at three years versus those people in intervention who couldn't remember seeing their image. So what you've got Mm -hmm. is people who had similar risk factors going in and the image itself isn't magical. What's magical is actually sticking to the interventions, your statins or whatever you've been prescribed. Yeah, so it's showing that the image has the ability to bridge that gap of knowledge. It helps the GP within the decision-making process, but it's really about helping 
the participant or the patient, the individual in front of you to actively see, oh my gosh, there is actually plaque in my coronary arteries and I need to do something about it. And we saw that through, you know, the high adherence rate. You know, normally in this cohort where we have people at intermediate risk, adherence is really low. And that's a really big problem that we have is low adherence. So these images within a cardiovascular risk discussion can help facilitate shared decision-making. So this sort of intervention requires imaging equipment. That's a resource that's not available everywhere and it costs money to use it. What would it take to roll this program out more broadly in Australia? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So we can actively, in most urban places, access coronary artery calcium scoring. And the great thing with it is it's not invasive and it's got a very minimal exposure to radiation. So the information that we get from the scan is huge because it can really help to reclassify people's cardiovascular risks to either low, moderate or high risk. When we involve patients in their own care and we give them all the information, they in turn can make informed decisions. And it might be just that those images is all that's needed to prompt and help that person to make changes that can prevent them from having a major heart attack or stroke. Kristen, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much as well. Kristen Whitmore is a cardiovascular research nurse at the Menzies Institute for Medical Research at the University of Tasmania, and she's a PhD candidate through the University of Melbourne and the Baker Heart and Diabetes Institute. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.